What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Watch from Mercury. This is a mobile suit Gundam Witch from Mer- Mercury watch along podcast. What a mouthful that is. Uh, <laughs> uh, spoiler alert if you have not watched up to episode, if you have not watched episode three of Witch from Mercury, turn back now. Okay. Uh, spoilers. Uh, but I'm your host, Maxim. And I'm your other host, Alex. And uh, you know what you y'all should do out there is leave us a nice review either on iTunes or at Spotify or however you're listening to this because it will help our numbers and numbers are are good in the podcasting world. Numbers are nice. And in so mobile maybe, suits, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe if of, you uh, numbers really useful things those those numbers. So if you like the show, maybe you're listening. Maybe you just uh, share this in your Instagram story. You know, if you're um, yeah. if you're an outspoken Gundam fan and you want your friends yes. to know, that'd be great. <laughs> and please leave us five stars. I don't want any of that like two and a half nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five star reviews only. Uh, also, if you got it, yeah. guys got any beef or any questions or commentary that you want to add into the show, that we can read off. Uh, you can email us at watchfrommercury at gmail dot com, and we'll uh, read your listener mail. Uh, but yeah, and, none this week. Yeah, and, and if you leave us five stars, you can email me whatever beef you want. It can be unrelated <laughs> to Gundam. It can just be you hate your job. I will read it. I will be grateful. <laughs> Hell yeah! All right. So episode three, Ghoul's Revenge. Okay, what's your what's your vibe on this episode? How'd you like it, Alex? I liked it. It was the duel that we didn't get last time, and that's all it needed to be. Yeah. It's pretty great. It was great. I love his new Gundam. It has shades of kind of Epion a little bit. It's so mm. awesome to the point where my childlike slash reptilian brain sometimes stops rooting for the hero because I like the other Gundam so much more. <laughs> and I know that's not correct, but I'm just like, but it have cool beetle horn and lightsaber. Yes. And then he got yeah. a, he has a little bit of a, a cool moment later that we'll get to. But yeah, I... I Really like this. They're again balancing out the it's mean girls with robots with uh, the horrors of dad capitalism. And um, <laughs> yep. my first note that I have here, and we'll get through the plot, but just to get it off. Uh, they uh, she said that my I wear this mask because my face was messed up by a merc. Your face is fine. Your face, Her face is fine. Is fine. <laughs> yeah, that, that caught me off guard, too. It was, it, I was like, OK. Uh, I like I like the the plotting and like the the yeah. subtext that's like oh she's up to some shit if she's lying about her injuries you know yeah oh I love that she tricked them I I do but part of me was like oh did she I, and I assumed that it was the Mercury thing really happened we just didn't see it but like no she's just the mom and she still got the the prosthetic arm because she had that coming into the prologue but yeah. But not the face. Not the face, though. Not the face. Not the I'm face. hoping the mask is just uh, lenses that help her see through people's capitalist bullshit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> or it's that uh, is one or two better thing they put you in at the optometrist. Yeah. <laughs> one, two. Oh, Char, Zex. <laughs> As a glasses wearer, there is nothing more stressful than that machine. It's like, am I going to get it wrong? Am I going to get wrong expensive lenses? <laughs> oh, the, the worst is when you're, it's, you're like, they're like, which is better, one or two? And you're like, they both kind of bad? If I had to make a judgment call, we're in a gray area here. L- literally, I can't make out colors right now. <laughs> so much stress. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so let's dive into it. Uh, so we start off, we have, uh, Mirowina and Soleta floating down a hallway and, uh, she's basically like, 
uh, Merwin is, of course, like, you got to win so you won't be expelled and I won't be forced to marry, right? Yeah. And uh, Soletta responds in a very adorable way that she's like, I just don't want to duel. And she's like, what? And she's like, well, I had a list of things I wanted to do when I was at school, which was very endearing because based on the um, based on the between the prologue and episode one short story, uh, Soletta is watching high school anime in the cockpit of Ariel when she's a kid. So she spends her whole life wanting to go to school and the school she wants, she's always envisioned is typical like anime high school. So her, <laughs> yeah. So As a innocent. person who made a list of things I wanted to do when I went to college, this moment got me very, very strong. Really? You made a list? <laughs> well, <laughs> I did. I wanted to read, uh, do androids dream of electric sheep by, F- uh, Philip K. Dick. I wanted to grow a beard and I wanted to record an album and I didn't do any of those things. I cracked androids and I gave up. I liked, it but i had i i i had no attention span at the time so i have to try it again because it was good i grew a beard during the pandemic and it was the first full beard i ever grew mm-hmm. and then um Did i record ne- never recorded i've i've tr- recorded a bunch of songs I'm, I'm working on a musical right now so we're getting there but like i've never recorded an album that was worth sharing with mm-hmm. any other human being we'll tell Although, you what when this series wraps up we'll package class, it up yeah. We'll call the series an album once we're done. <laughs> yeah. Pay. Yeah. So Pay Tower similar, Records prices. <laughs> similar. Soletta is also uh, doing young man stuff. <laughs> her her list is make friends, call them by nickname, study in the library, and eat lunch on the roof, and then go on dates. Uh, that was really cute. And then she's like, I can't marry you. I want. What about number seven? I want to go on dates. And she's like, you could, it's not real. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, she goes, go on dates, and then Mirowina flicks her and says, you're sex crazed. <laughs> <laughs> Just a and little she, gentle gaslighting between friends, you know. Right, and she goes, I can't go on dates once I'm married. And she goes, why not? She goes, cheating is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> They're already setting up a pretty, like, fun dynamic that she, Soleta is the super earnest one, and Mirowina, Mirowina? Yeah, marijuana. I don't know. Um, <laughs> marijuana is the super cynical. <laughs> she's the one that's just like super calculate and like she's good, a good person, but like she is very no nonsense and like yeah, nothing fucking means anything, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. I like that because right away they they make a pact, also right where it's like you pretend to be my groom till we're till. Like I'm seven until I escape to Earth. Like you can't marry me yeah. until I'm seventeen anyway, yeah. which is cool. Did we so, did we establish how old they are? I know we've talked about it, but I can't remember if we got a straight answer. They're they're all sixteen. They're all sixteen. Okay, so they got about a ticking clock year. Yeah, to, exactly. To okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then the next scene we see the uh, Daryl Balde, which is the mobile suit, the new the red shiny uh, Jet Turk mobile suit, and. Uh, they explain uh, Guel gets out of it after a test run. A technician explains that uh, they put an AI into it, and Guel is very upset about this. And then his mm-hmm. father slaps him, which is three episodes. It's a very slappy show. <laughs> three episodes, and Guel has gotten slapped three times, which is yeah. I hope it's yeah. I hope it's every episode that he gets slapped. But <laughs> oh, that would be great, except for like one where you think it's going to happen and they get distracted by like a bomb going off or something. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like at the end credits, it happens just to get to the yeah. 
the slap like with it happening three for three so far in the series i think they've fully acknowledged how much of a gundam meme the slaps are so they're, <laughs> they're leaning oh into is that a it. thing okay oh my god dude you watch uh mobile suit gundam like the original it's like uh-huh. armor amuro is getting slapped like every other episode very much like get in the gundam and fight the battle he's like i don't want to kill people i'm traumatized and slap oh, get it together there probably were a couple of slaps in Gundam Wing now that I think about it. Yeah. I assume that was just the the whole, like, the pageantry and melodrama of it with it there. I didn't know slapping was a trope. <laughs> oh, it's a trope, baby. I mean, they duel, so there, there's the the slap leads to. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, there are... Oh, oh, my God, I have to mention this. Okay, I just finished G Gundam, right? And at mm-hmm. one point, the Fre- the French Gundam challenges the God Gundam to a duel off grounds, out of the battlegrounds. And they're friends. It's like towards the end of the series. They both open their cockpits, and the French pilot throws a glove, so it slaps. <laughs> wow. And it does that slow motion across space. Yeah, it's, it slaps Which means he could have yeah. totally dodged it. He just stayed there for decorum. Oh, yeah. Domon was into it. So it was like it was intentional, <laughs> but I, I just finished that series. It's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> that was a moment. Uh, but yeah, so he's um, he slaps him. He's like, grow up, blah, blah, blah. And he's all pissed off that his dad doesn't believe in him. Uh, and then we cut to Saleta's phone call with her mother. And she's like, mom, what's a Gundam? They keep saying saying Ariel's a Gundam and I'm a witch. And she's like, I don't recall raising you as a witch. And she insists that Ariel is not a Gundam, basically. And we also see yes. that she is not wearing her oh-so-necessary mask here. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's, uh, she's again, wasn't actually what, the, what she claimed, which is fine. Um, she's becoming one of the care, one of my more in, um, characters I'm more interested in. And I, maybe it's just mm-hmm. because we know so little about her other than the prologue backstory, or maybe it's just, I think masks are cool. I'm really not sure, <laughs> but I'm like lasered into everything the mom is doing. Yeah. And like how like Soleta is very like frantic and high energy and her mom is so yeah. like withdrawn and calm you know, yeah. it, it, in a way, she wasn't feels, in the yeah. prologue. In a way, she yeah, was not I, in the prologue. Like, I almost feel the, like the, this that, is a the husband dying persona. in a. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like the the dad dying in an explosion really like drained the the happy out of her. Um, because she's just very slow and very yes, I didn't raise you that way. You're like something is off, and I think it's the revenge fixation, like you were saying. Yeah, it it must be like she probably was like, I need to get my shit together to get my revenge, and like do all this so yeah. i guess it's the explanation uh next scene we have uh the in the hallway we have uh Soleta getting approached by nika who's asking about the technical specs of the aerial uh very frantically before Guel approaches and uh they're talking about the does duel it bother right you, does it bother you that it's a character that duels a lot and his name is Guel? <laughs> it bothers me <laughs> not enough to be a problem but it can't I never don't think about it like it always comes like oh ghoul's duel <laughs> I also think that of the people who are watching this show we're probably saying these names like the most out loud because of this show <laughs> probably yeah <laughs> G- anyway ghoul ghoul duel duel ghoul ghoul duel uh, <laughs> so Say he approaches 30 times them fast. 30 times fast 
But yeah, so he approaches them in the hallway, and uh, I like that Soletta immediately hides behind Nika. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like she's scared of him. And uh, he's like, oh, we got the next duel coming up, and your opponent will be me. And she goes, what a relief. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because then he he's like, well, why would that be a relief? She's like, well, because like, cause you lost before. Like, she just keeps elaborating why she... <laughs> It's so matter of fact. Like I actually so like good. laughed out loud when at this scene. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the writing is very fun on this show. Uh, yeah. Cut to we have Lady Prospera talking to uh, uh, Daddy Jeturk, Gule's father, Gule's dueling father, uh, and he says Lady Prospera's help us uh, like big, thanking him for helping her during the inquiry, which we don't exactly. I don't really fully understand other than maybe she like gave a little bit of a break. It was like, no, 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 let the duel happen, you know? So that's probably how he helped her. Um, yeah. I was, again, like this show sometimes respects our intelligences a little too much. And sometimes I would like if they spelled shit out a little more. Because <laughs> that is a, this is an incredibly subtle, like backroom dealing. And part of me wants to go, hey, I don't have a poli sci degree. Can you just tell me why <laughs> he should be thankful for her favor or whatever? Yeah, I. It was like a little. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not totally sure. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, I'm the, like, I know this is good, but it's going over my head, which is not a super fun yeah. feeling. But and uh, this is when she tells him, like, I guess it's implied that she knew. You know, he asks her. He's like, How did you know about the assassination attempt where he was gonna blow up Delling's shuttle, right? And then she goes, yeah. it's a business secret. <laughs> <laughs> so she was blackmailing him. Um, then we cut to Shadik, uh, the dual master kid with the long blonde hair, sitting on the lawn talking mm-hmm. to his rich daddy about investigating Saleta. Nothing too special going on here. Um, next scene, we have uh, we have Saleta asking, okay, so we're, <laughs> we're at Marijuana's <laughs> little farm. <laughs> It's so much better. Her, her little anger farm. Yeah, so we're at Marijuana's anger farm, and uh, <laughs> clearly she's hanging out with Saleta, and Saleta brings us some fertilizer, and she's like, oh, you can bring them in, and Saleta's surprised, indicating that they're becoming somewhat friends or closer. Uh, marijuana yeah. is letting Saleta into her life more, and I'm going to call her Marijuana this whole time. It's so much easier to say for me. <laughs> I might say we we should just use that going forward completely. I don't totally. know. Totally. <laughs> So then uh, we get we get Saleta uh, uh, approached by Elon Series as part of the dueling community and our committee. They exchange numbers, which is on Saleta's uh, That's close to exchanging to love. Yeah. <laughs> and you know how he feels about love. No. This is like truly how isolated she's been for her, her whole life that exchanging contact information is yeah. like, oh, I want to do that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and again... They, this is technology that exists now. Put your phone next to my phone. It'll give each other our phone number. Like, th- yep. this show imagines clear, moving, unbreakable, mobile suit, prosthetic arms. But in terms of, like, Venmo, it's just like, oh, you just download the app. It's going to take a minute. Like, it's just the same thing we have. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> totally is. I, I do yeah. appreciate charmingly so. Charmingly, I so. do appreciate realistic smartphone uh, usage where they're yeah. like, yeah, in like six, seven hundred years, they're probably still going to be using 
smartphone, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my favorite uh, technology prediction was, you know, every cartoon, even like The Simpsons or whatever, years ago would have the video phone and every sci-fi. And now it's like, oh, we have that, but everyone hates that. I don't want to look at you yeah. while we're talking. I'm going to type to you. Yeah, I don't need to be that? seen right now. I'm not presentable. What if I told you there's a whole generation of children that don't even want to make phone calls? <laughs> mm-hmm. We When it rings, we feel bad and we don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Elon takes her, Ellen, Elon takes her to the uh, dueling committee lounge where Shadik uh, says hello. Um, they have to make an oath prior to the duel. So there is some dual ritual here. So it's not just kids going and shooting each other whenever. Yeah. This isn't uh, just West Side Story. There's, there is exactly a whole code. They're not, just, they're not just snapping their fingers at each yeah. other and dancing. There's the no streets. dance fighting. <laughs> no dance fighting. Uh, he says they, so they make an oath and what he says is he says you place your souls on Libra's scales which I thought was an interesting thing I like I don't know what he meant by that at all uh, unless Libra is literally like it's like, the scales of justice I think is that what it is a Libra is a, the, the, the image of a Libra is a scale so I think it's saying like what do you have to oh. pony up to be worthy of this versus what he has? And they and I don't know if it's the scale of justice, but I feel like that's that's enough of a metaphor. Oh, okay. I thought I thought Libra was a goat, but I'm realizing that was Capricorn. When did you come? Okay, okay. <laughs> Which okay, one's okay. the crab? Cancer. <laughs> give, yeah, yeah. Give it. Give your souls to this crab and watch it scuttle away with them. <laughs> this metaphor got away from me because of the because of the crab. Give your souls to the crab. <laughs> <laughs> That's the cult I'm starting. The dual crab. Uh, <laughs> the dual and crabs. Yep. And uh, so they make the oath, and then uh, we have uh, the the other girl. Uh, what was her name? Cecilia. Just being like, oh, you have powerful parents, so you can reverse the outcome of the duel. You have no excuse if you lose this time. If I were you, I'd reconsider. And then he's. Gules all mad and she goes i just don't want your market value to drop any lower or has it already bottomed out <laughs> which is a a big burn uh speaking yeah. truth to power but at this moment we have a a cool connection moment where soletta actually stands up for Gule. yeah which i thought was nice you know i did too because soletta is a she is the classic anime just a good person and yeah. she doesn't have an like she has goals, but she doesn't have an angle. And like yeah. m- marijuana is cool, she has an angle. Her mom is yes. cool, she has an angle. Soletta has no angle. Soletta's just nice. She wants to get through her list of things to do at school. That's her angle. Yeah. She just wants to be Sailor Moon, which Yeah. You know, so and they so. so the next like scene or two ish is just literally like Soletta talking with Ghoul, and he's kind of like opening up i think he's over the course of this episode prior to the duel he's kind of warming up to the idea that she doesn't have it out for him she's just kind of a person and i think this scene is like big on that where it's like she respect she stood up for him because he didn't back down and he was willing to fight and that's like her whole thing you know if you move forward you get if you run you get one if you go forward you get two and she explains that when she when she breaks it down, she goes, well, if you run, you get one. Like, you get your self-respect, or you, you get safety, and you get whatever. And if you uh, don't, you get two. You get confidence, and you get this. I'm like, that is two and three, Soletta. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is this has gotten away from you a little bit. 
Yeah, I like that she's counting on her fingers. She counts like four things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I have to tell you. So um, in my martial arts class, I started sparring and sparring is scary, even though no one goes super hard and everyone's nice and still, you know, mm-hmm. it's an aggressive thing. And this week I went after taking a break and I was like, oh, I don't want to be here. I hate this. And I thought, if you run, you get one. If you <laughs> <laughs> you used it, <laughs> I used it. I literally did. I was like, okay, I'm already here. Just it's an hour. Just let the time go by. Don't get hit too bad. It will be fine. And it was. Fun. <laughs> it's always fine. But it's also scary because I'm not a punchy boy. I'm right. I'm, I'm a nerdy guy. That's and I know I'm going again on Friday. I'm going to think it again. It's just going to be <laughs> over my head every week. I'm going to be thinking about that. Pull up to this roast battle tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fucking rip him apart. I'm not backing yeah. down. <laughs> no. There will be a slap. Yeah. Ooh, a pre-roast battle slap. That's something Ooh. the comedy scene needs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. More more anger. Yeah. And speaking um, of anger, we have uh, Gule when Saleta mentions that her mother taught her this, and she wants to be like her mother someday. Gule is fully walking away. So we have we clearly see... From his father slapping him a bunch to this moment, we got some parental trauma on his side, for sure. Yeah, this episode, I think, did a good job. It hasn't quite gotten to the moment yet in our in our breakdown, but it definitely, it made an effort to humanize him in a way I didn't think he was going to get, and I, yes. that I thought was really interesting and, and well done. Yeah, I... I'm really excited to see him develop as, like, a real character. Like, this is clearly, mm-hmm. like... This is clearly like an early onset, like, oh, this is who you think is going to be the bad guy, but he's not going to be the bad guy. My yeah. guess is uh, Delling, right? Big bad evil guy, uh, dies in a fireball at some point or an explosion, uh, regrets mm-hmm. at the last moment, single, single tear. tear. Uh, Gule, I believe, is going to sacrifice himself to save marijuana or okay. one of the two. I'm going to hold on to my theory that the mom is going to be the big bad and it because the big bad is not going to literally be her mom it's going to be the idea of vengeance and the idea of weapons capitalism mm. and stuff. So and also she got that mask. That's a little bit mask. of a clue. Got that mask. <laughs> it's it's not going to be long before we find out the mother's plan is to uh terminate all life on earth so they stop polluting it which is the classic yes. char plan <laughs> it also was the villain in aquaman's plan if i remember correctly oh, really <laughs> i think he wanted to, he, it's like i hate global warming they're putting too much shit in the ocean it'll just kill everyone yep. um <laughs> i'm looking forward to uh theorizing and then of course we're probably going to be wrong when it's going to come when there has to be a reveal to everyone else that like these are not their real names. They were the people from the prologue. It's probably something mm. everyone's heard of because the, they wouldn't make an effort to literally change their names if it wasn't going to matter. Oh, it's I, my prediction. But is when? The, Who knows? It's the right before Delling de- dies in whatever nondescript fireball. He's, yes. They're going to they're gonna reveal it and he's going to go, Nani? And then... <laughs> <laughs> I love a good Nani. It's yeah. so fun. Nani, single tear, fire. Yes, that that's it. I think it's going to be like a last second type of thing later. Or maybe maybe it'll be uh maybe it'll, it'll be like disclosed to her immediate group of friends. Maybe there'll be some tension where she makes friends in the later episodes oh, and they like are keeping it trickle. a secret. Slow a trickle, slow burn. Slow burn. Okay, cuz I was thinking like penultimate episode so we gear up for the finale, but it could be a whole like her friends know she probably is going to confide in 
marijuana first mm-hmm. and then whether or not she blabs is is remains to be seen but i have a feeling that she's she's already kind of trauma bonded to her so right. if she's gonna say if if Soledad is going to be the one to spill the beans, because I bet her mom probably has a better handle on that. It's probably going to be to her. Mm-hmm. And then the question I, is when. Yeah, and there's also maybe Soledad was too young to remember what happened, but maybe her oh. mother will tell her something. Yeah, like does she remember? Is four years old old enough that when your name is changed after that, that you would remember your original name, or does she just not have any? Like, how much of the prologue does she even remember? Probably not much. I, I don't my, think I... My first memory is my fourth birthday. Literally, that's my first memory. And that was her fourth birthday. Hmm. Uh, with, we had very different fourth birthdays, I will say. But You know, I think if, uh, if that was my fourth birthday, I'd remember that. I remember my fifth birthday. I do remember being okay. two, but I don't remember exactly my fourth birthday. It was probably chill. I remember being two. I'm impressed. Um. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, child psychology corner on uh, yep. Watch for Mercury. Uh, we have this quote also from this scene, uh, where she's standing up for Guel, uh, laughing at someone who doesn't run away is wrong, which I can, I can, I like, I like that one. Um, yep. then we cut to the Jeturk hangar where he's about to pop into the uh, the Darl Baldi, the Beetleborg. New- the Beetleborg, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's like, his brother's like, stay focused or something. And he's like, you haven't given up on being the ace pilot of Dom- Dominicus, have you? Which is something to hint at later. Not sure what he meant by that. So yeah, a, this show, really, we've established this. It so subtly weaves in terminology to the point where sometimes it's a little too subtle for its own good. So I'm like, okay, I'll remember that or I will try to remember that. I don't know yeah. if I will. <laughs> yep i know the holder because we established what the holder was but yeah so it, it i'm hoping there's something there i'm hoping that the jet turks get like a whole new backstory and like more yeah. goes on i i i have such high hopes for this show and every episode so far i'm like nice nice yeah nice nice, yeah, nice. there's been nothing <laughs> there's been no i would go so far as to say there hasn't been a bad episode there also hasn't really been like a bad scene like my main yeah. complaint about it is it's a little too fast with the exposition, so I get lost. But like, <laughs> that's that's a pretty good complaint to have. It's like, oh, you you guys yeah. are nailing it. I just wish you would slow down for dummy in the back over here. It's almost like Law and Order in that way, where like no scene is wasted. Every scene yes. is like a new piece of information that you like yeah. need to pay attention to. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It, yeah, yeah, this kind of it's a little procedural in that way, but mm-hmm. in, a, in a good way. Yeah. Uh, so the so we have uh, the Jet Turk hangar. They're checking in, and then we cut to the other hangar where we have marijuana and Saleta. And I love that Saleta <laughs> mentions that she ate properly before the battle, <laughs> <laughs> which is of course a uh, food girl anime trope. But on top of that, in a lot of the other, uh, especially uh, Universal Century uh, Gundam shows you often see pilots bouncing around their zero-G hangers eating, like, smoothies out of juice boxes and, like, eating between battles because they actually address how exhausting it is to just be sweating in your cockpit all the time. <laughs> yeah, the the thing that I was, whenever I've seen any kind of mobile suit anime is, like, okay, it's got to be super hot in there. It's got to be super, like, humid because you're just in there with your own breath. And I, 
And I'm always like, okay, if it if it hurts your Gundam's arm, does that hurt your own arm? I feel like every show has a different tack on that, but it's like, okay, is it just a joystick or are you like, ah, like, do you feel it? Like, it depends uh, on show to show, but it, yeah, it varies. I think, uh, in this, it, I don't think, uh, you feel that pain. G Gundam is like, you definitely feel that pain. Yeah. And I don't know about the others, but this one, I bet Evangelion, so you feel pain. Cause that shows main, like that show traffic. <laughs> so it's like, Oh good. More pain. Let's, it's, Why would that not be? It's high on my watch list. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pull a trigger and stick through because it's not that long. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've watched three episodes and it's great. It's really, nice. really great. Anyway, back to this mobile suit. Universe. Um, and if you're mad about the fact that we haven't watched all of Evangelion, email <laughs> us and leave a five star review. Do you um, resent anyway. me for watching Samurai Champloo before Evangelion? <laughs> well, we've got a beef email. Right. <laughs> They're both great. <laughs> All right, so the duel begins. The mobile suits launch. They say they start it with, uh, all right, say the duel vow. And Solette is like, what? And Marijuana is like, I just taught it to you. And then <laughs> she starts saying it slowly, and Gil finishes it quickly. Because, like, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> this, I think, was the most endearing moment I've ever seen her do of anything. Because it's just watching her struggle because she's nervous with the oath. And, like, she knows it, but she's... Str- it was so, like... This is what a child would do if they were thrust into futuristic warfare. They would make little mistakes like that, and I really yeah. liked it. It's so cute to watch her just struggle with that. She's just a great character. And uh, yeah. so the duel starts, and they are going at it. Uh, right away, we see the Darl Blade, the Darl Baldi. Uh, it's like the kind of the same technology-ish as the aerial. Like, you know, its shield flies into a bunch of pieces, and it's got a, a cool spear, and the... He throws the spear at her and misses, but the spear can fly and it comes back. Really cool stuff. Uh, really badass enemy. Um, yeah. But over the cor- over the course of this first fight scene, we see uh, Gul realize that like uh, the AI is fully doing the fighting and he doesn't do any of it. The look on his face of defeat when he realizes just like it doesn't need me at all, huh? Is just. Oh, oh, it's so good. And the fact that they had the little joysticks inside move as if he is... Pro- that's just... like This is a future where they could probably not do that. That is just insult <laughs> to injury that he's got to yeah. watch what it would look like if he was nailing this as a pilot. That's like giving like a little cousin a, another controller that isn't plugged in and telling them that mm-hmm. they're playing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your name in this game is Computer. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, dad says it's my turn on the Xbox. <laughs> yeah, so they have this fight. Uh, I, I don't know. like how We don't need to go into too much detail about this first section of the fight. It's just that high-paced combat. Uh, Gule is kind of beating Soleta's ass a little bit. Uh, great, great sound effects. Great mobile suit design. All fun. Yeah. And then he realizes that the AI is doing all the fighting for him. And then at this point, uh, a cooling system uh, starts spraying rain down. Um, and in a previous scene, a very brief scene, it's revealed that uh, Daddy Jetturk planned this, so he like kind of sabotaged the cooling system to try to rig the match. Yeah. So it goes off. Um, uh, marijuana yells at uh, what's his face, uh, Elon. He's, she's like, "Stop the duel! The thing went off. It's only supposed to go off in an emergency." And he's like, "Well, the stakes are what they are. Uh, this is how it I is. No love, duels, even." I love the fact that they essentially have factored in like cheating and politics into the duels because they're like, "Yeah, that's what you do. You 
cheat to win these things. Yeah. Would you think this was fair? <laughs> this is politics between families and weapons dealers. Like, of course. So it's like they already know the protocol around like, yep, they're going to cheat and they can try to cheat, but they don't know that those they're going to cheat. So that's a disadvantage there. Like mm. they said, I think they even say in the text, like it's considered part of your strategy of the right. duel. Yeah. And I, I was like, that. yeah, it leans into how fucked up this actually is. In addition yeah. to like last episode being like, everyone knows your rank at the school depends on who's sponsoring you. Like pretty yeah. much, you know, it's like same with more. the duels. It's like you can buy your way through a duel essentially just by being uh, yeah, nasty about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, uh, she's like, oh, well, then I'm going to be part of Soleta's support system. So marijuana hops in what is called a mobile craft. So just basically a construction like power loader mobile suit heads yeah. through some tunnels while uh, Soleta has to fend off this like ruthless AI mobile suit. Um which is some great fighting scene. Love when Sleta chops its arms off. Uh, very. <laughs> is it scientifically accurate that like water would mess up your beam saber? I wonder if that's a real real thing. I'm not going to bother with it too long because I know it doesn't matter. But part of me was like, is that what happened? I mean, uh, I doubt yes it. and no. I think um, based on what in my literally in my <laughs> RF engineering <laughs> work experience like rain depending on the frequency will have a big effect on like a rf signal and i'm guessing like so a laser is kind of the same thing but it's optical and so it's much um higher frequency so there is a lot there probably would be some attenuation but it's also like these things must be really high power (laughs) yeah so but it is a theme in other uh gundam shows apparently that beam weapons are not that effective in water or when it's raining so one on the subreddit also pot like thought like oh if this is an emergency cooling system it's probably not just water it's probably like a water and some kind of oh, compound which can make sense yeah yeah that okay but, I'm I'm scientifically satisfied that's cool. yep so then we uh we cut to basically Soleta being like uh just repeating what, what does she say she goes she's like uh I just need to survive I just need to survive or whatever you know. Um, and then someone, I, oh, damn, who says this? Is this Elon who says this? He, he goes, if you are, if you really are a witch, you can survive this. Um, which is kind of a cool one. Uh, but yeah. she's like, just survive, just survive, just survive, whatever. Uh, marijuana breaks in through the service tunnel. She breaks into wherever the cooling system is hacked into. And, uh, she finds two of the, Gules fangirls, I guess, in there. Yeah. So it w- that was a strange moment because she goes, "Of course it would be you," or something like that. And I thought, "Who are they? They're wearing yeah, they're... suits. I can't tell who." Yeah. The moment was sort of lost on me. It's just, it's just a the two bit. girls that are always hanging around Gule. They were just like okay. bad mouthing everybody. Just okay, mean girls, you know. Dueling mean <laughs> girls. Gotcha. Uh. So then we have, of course, the cooling system goes off. Ariel activates its funnels, uh, starts absolutely fucking pounding the Daro Baldi, uh, which is great. And then we have the reversal moment, right? Where there, where Guel realizes that like his father doesn't believe in him and he's pissed. So he breaks the screen, deactivates the AI system and goes in for some raw combat action. I liked this a lot because again, like I was saying before, we got he's not quite like three-dimensional but he went from one to two-dimensional and got a little bit of agency yeah and there was a part of me was like oh finally this character has 
has like some more depth and some more agency. And I was like, okay, am I getting dangerously close to like, finally the man does a thing. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just saying I'm satisfied narratively. I'm okay. But I just, my chud sense, my internal chud sensor went off just a little bit when I thought mm, that. Yeah. But I, think I'm okay. I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay. I just am grateful that it doesn't seem like he's just going to be the same bad guy over and over yeah. and over again. Like the story is not going to be Saleta needs to be the best in the school and the other best is Gule and they have to fight all the time. So I think we're going to get a lot more opponent diversity. And uh, this like you're right. The multidimensionality of his character. It just it's I just love how well written it is. It's like, OK, they really <laughs> thought about this. Like we're going to have him be big, bad, evil guy. Episode one. We'll have him kind of be a little bit of a turd episode two. And episode three, we'll kind of humanize him So for this battle. Yeah. And, like, that's what, I mean, 99% of anime is, like, fighting spirit shit, right? <laughs> yeah. And for a hot second, they humanized him enough that I was rooting for him to win for uh, the hottest of seconds. And I was like, that's yeah. good writing. It makes me go, yeah, you can do it. Wait a minute. Uh <laughs> yeah it's like when they when they lock beam sabers and then he activates his thrusters and it just like shows the yeah. overhead view of him pushing the aerial like a mile so cool and then uh they both trip and uh we <laughs> we get to watch uh ariel who has no arms at this point uh bounce over him accidentally in this tumble and break his antenna literally just with her chest armor like total fluke and yep. uh, so the the duel ends with Saleta winning, which is um, cool. Good for us. Good for her. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. expelled. She ran. And, she uh, didn't run and get one. She pushed forward and got two. As yeah, and I, I the also like. I liked the accidental victory as well. Yeah. Because it implies there's like another later battle to be had and that they're more on uh, equal terms than we would initially think from the first battle. Yeah. You know, that leads into my 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 big question for this episode. Now that we've discussed there might be a diversity in opponents, who do you think her next dueling opponent could be? For some reason, I want to say it could be marijuana, which would be rad, but I don't know if they would go there right away. I, it would be cool, but also, like, we see her try to pilot the mobile craft and the aerial, and marijuana sucks at mobile suit combat, apparently. <laughs> oh, okay. She seems like such a badass, but... She, yeah, she's badass at, like, growing tomatoes. Um, yes. But I think, I think it'll be kind of a surprise. I think it'll be either... Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll get an episode with, like, a side character duel first before we get another Saleta duel. Okay, but we'll flesh would, out the world a little bit. Yeah, I also think um, that girl Cecilia, who was bad mouthing Gule in the mm-hmm. duel lounge, kind of stood out as a character. That's like, oh, she's got like a lot to say. So maybe she's like going to be like an opponent later. Yeah. Um, who knows? Maybe I maybe s- another one. I still maintain, and I can see it clearly in my mind. I think at some point Saleta is going to have to duel her mom, not literally within the framework of school, but like yeah. in a fight. And it's going to obviously end by them just stopping fighting. I don't think she's going to kill her mom, but like it just feels like that might be where this is going to me. Yeah. And we've been right a couple of times. So yeah, I could see cool that. I got on this one. That'd be cool. I'd love to see what uh, her mom's mobile suit is. Yeah. It'd be badass. Uh- <laughs> yeah. Or maybe she just steals the Beetleborg. And goes yeah right 
And I mean, this time also with uh, Guel, I feel like the first duel, he was like, I'm totally going to win this. So he was probably lacking. This one, it mm-hmm. cut like all his anger and frustration and trauma comes out. And it shows that like, oh, he's a good opponent. And when they eject, I love that uh, Saleta <laughs> right away, like apologizes to him and is like, I'm so sorry. Uh, you were really strong. I, oh, I relate to that's... that a lot because yeah. I feel bad when I win board games. Like... I'm here for the fun, but when I win, I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. I know you guys probably wanted to win way more than I did. <laughs> so, as I mentioned, I'm doing sparring at my at my martial arts. Whenever I land a punch or a kick that I feel would have hurt me if I had I oh, instantly I just start saying I'm sorry. And they're like, this is what you're supposed to do. It's fine. I'm like, I know, but... <laughs> like I got you like really deep in the stomach and I think I stepped on your toe a little bit. I'm sorry. They're like, I'm fine. I like this is the easiest <laughs> thing I've done all day. I'm like, I know, but you know, I wanna be I wanna be cool about stuff. Like Yeah. So yeah. Uh so, my, same same effect, just a different different arena. I was watching um Ip, Ip Man with uh my girlfriend and uh I, I, after he defeats one of the local masters, it man says, thank you for going easy on me. And I was like, that's kind of cool. I was, I was asking her about, it. I was like, why does he say that? And she's all into this stuff. And she's like, they say it, it's like a s- sign of respect to be like, even though I won, I still value your skills. And I, I'm going to say, thank you for going easy on me so that you can save face, even though you lost, which I was like, that's cool. So yeah. when I, when I beat her in board games, I say, thank you for going easy on me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so oh he he apologized she apologized to him and she's like i underestimated you you were really strong oh actually sorry rewind a little bit at the victory soletta's screen blows up with a bunch of text yes! messages that and was she's, so that, yeah she's like marijuana <laughs> why is there so many words on my screen <laughs> <laughs> she's like because you said it to like all acquaintances not close contact she's like oh bloop and just yeah <laughs> And yeah. then we get this adorable moment where uh, Soleta tries to call uh, marijuana by a nickname. She goes, oh, uh, she calls her Mary Jane. <laughs> <laughs> she calls her Mio Mio. <laughs> she calls her Sticky Icky. Um, sticky Icky. That Sticky <laughs> Icky, Mio. that Funky Unky. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so she tries to call her nickname. Uh, marijuana shoots it down immediately, but it's kind of a nice little moment between friends celebrating a victory and then and then yeah. she gets out and talks to Guel and apologizes to him and uh then we have the big finale do you want to say it <laughs> the big oh i hate th- i'm very very tired i forgot what the finale was did he finally, he asks her to marry him <laughs> oh that's right yeah he got real he had some conflicting emotions in that in that cockpit huh yeah, and I was like, dude, do we have to do this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I, I don't know how I forgot that. I'm sorry. And then we have, have Soletta saying, eh? <laughs> yeah. eh? So, I love it. Yeah, I love that that was like the last moment. It wasn't just like the dramatic. It was like a little like, huh? Like it was yeah. like a little humanizing noise. So I think I my prediction for next episode then is next episode starts... 
probably with a cold open on something else happening in the universe. Mm-hmm. Five minutes, like maybe just two minutes, intro cuts back to Celeste on the battlefield. And she's going to be like, of course not. Like it's going to, I think the, the whole proposal thing is just going to wash away. Like it's going to be yeah. mostly ignored. I feel it could either be just made into a big joke and it's done in two seconds, or the marriage proposal could become part of the politics of what's going on. Because, oh, look at this young duelist. She's so crazy strong. Perhaps if they get married, then maybe we have her, like, they could be trying to forge Mm. some kind of alliance with this. So Soleto will be like, oh, don't be silly, but maybe he'll insist because maybe the dad wants him to insist. So it's either got to be a big joke or it's got to unfold over the course of several episodes and become part of the, the scheming. It can't be anything in between. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping little joke because if we have to do another marriage du- duel, I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want slaps every episode, but no more marriage duels. Oh, if it opens up with her slapping him as a no, <laughs> that'd be amazing. <laughs> that would be great. But good episode, loved it overall. the The combat scene was fantastic. All the little plot building things also great. So I'm. I'm still fully in this. I have been enjoying this ride so far. Me too. I think this is the I, I as much as I really liked the down to earthness of the last episode, I this one I think was better just because we get all of that backstory that was put into it of the the petty, you know, nonsense. And then we got giant robots. So it's like yep. okay, they take <laughs> this I appreciate this show sometimes will drop exposition too fast, but in many ways it kind of takes its time. It won't give you the big robot fight until you know all the reasons you should care about every moment of the giant robot fight. And that's good because I've seen, you know, um, I've seen too many movies where I'm like, hey, this scene is this fight is great. Too bad. Both of your motivations are the same and the writing of this sucks or I would be super into this. Like this does it will never do that. It's too carefully plotted. Yeah. And the stakes are real and like tangible. I like it. I'm I'm I'm. I really hope there's a battle between other characters next episode so we can see some new mobile suits and some more action, maybe bring some other people into the mix. I'm going to make a prediction. The old gray evil weapons dealer dad will pilot the Beetleborg at some point. Mm, Yeah, yep. I hope so. Yeah. yeah, Because we're leading to him doing something, which means he'll have a suit. And why wouldn't it be that one? Because it's so cool. Yeah. Or like, ooh, I mean, based on the kits they've released or they've announced, I don't. I think it'll be that one, or it'll be like a a different color. I don't know if it'll be red, but okay. it's yeah. I think he'll get involved somehow. Because also, if the marriage proposal is a real thing, that's Lady Prospera and Mister Jeturk, like who are the parents of the children who are getting married. And they're not going to be happy about that. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, another great episode. Alex, where can the people find you? Y'all can find me at Alex Fasella, A-L-E-X-F-O-S-S-E-L-L-A on Instagram, at A Fasella on Twitter, and we are at Watch From Mercury. No, at Watch Mercury on Twitter. Yeah, awesome. Uh, and guys, you can follow me on Instagram at Asparagus. It's like asparagus, but with guts at the end. So follow me there. All the links to all my other projects and stuff are in my Instagram uh, bio. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Remember, remember uh, leave a five-star review. Email us any comments you have or listener mail at watchformercury at gmail.com. And uh, may your 
May your shield be a thousand guns. May your shield be a thousand guns. (laughs) Bye.